Come on. It's almost hard to believe that that Shaquille O'Neal and Kobe Bryant played on the same team and had so much success. They won three championships and and then they broke up for lack of a better term. I mean, two of the most two two of the best basketball players ever and not not able to to make it work, not able to get along. It's really looking back on it um hard to hard to imagine that anybody could step on a step on a basketball court any team with playing against those two guys and to think that they would have a chance um but that's just how 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 it worked out not my intention to necessarily talk about um that but to talk a little bit about the difference between those two uh athletes Shaq being potentially the most physically gifted basketball player of all time. Just his sheer size and strength. He'd never, still have never seen anything like him. He was literally unstoppable. Um, that being said, he couldn't shoot free throws. Really couldn't shoot very well at all. And then you had Kobe, who obviously immense physical gifts, but... More so than that, he worked harder than everybody else. Worked harder than everybody else. Shaq is a talent trap. Kobe is not. Talent trap, you look at somebody, they have all the talent in the world, but don't get tricked by it, don't get fooled by it. They are simply going to rely on that time and time again because they've always been able to. And they will not put in the time, the effort to master their craft. They are able to, when they feel like doing it, dominate. Shaq's always been able to dominate, turn it on when he needs it. Certainly Kobe could do that, but he's a doer. I bet his schedule, and rest in peace, Kobe Bryant, I bet his schedule, not unlike that of Michael Jordan or what you read about with other athletes like Tom Brady, uh, was was brutal and awful. And the sacrifices that he made day in and day out to keep himself at the top four as long as he did. Uh, and there's so many, you know, I, I always hate using athletic examples exclusively because I'm sure that there are a ton of scientists and uh, and people in medicine who probably fit in this example as well. I just don't know any of them. Uh, but you can point to a lot of different athletes. Yet in the world of tennis, which I'm very familiar with, you had Andre Agassi and Pete Sampras. Agassi is probably, you know, I look at Agassi as one of the most talented tennis players that's that's ever lived, and just an amazing talent, uh, but not not nearly the work ethic and the discipline of Pete Sampras. <clears throat> and Federer, I think to a degree is probably a combination because he's obviously 
uh, who's been doing it for so long, um, and all those athletes that are at the top and are able to remain at the top for so long, um, they are doers, they are not feelers. So what does it really mean to be a doer versus a, a feeler? And, you know, simply put, I, I think it's a matter of, well, I, I, I'm going to do it when I feel like doing it. That's what a feeler does. And a doer, that doesn't really even enter into the equation. This is just what I do. I understand I get up at a certain time. I, I, I know that there are various activities that I must engage in. And if, if, if you're a parent, you know you've got to get your kids ready. You've got to get food ready. You've got to get them dressed. You've got to whatever. There's a million different things that if you didn't do them, if you only did it when you felt like it, well, it's going to be a pretty, uh, a pretty unhappy uh, time. It's, it's going to be bad for the kid. It's going to be bad for. Uh, it's going to be bad for you. Um, so just that's that's really the, kind of the fundamental thing there. And when you talk about from a financial standpoint, I mean, are you ever really going to feel like opening up an IRA? Are you going to feel like? increasing your contribution to your 401k? Are you going to feel like buying life insurance? Do you feel like getting a will set up? I don't think that you're ever going to feel like it. Never going to be a time where it's like, oh gosh, I, this morning I just had my coffee and now I feel like doing a life insurance exam. Or I feel like going through my budget. But we have to do these things. So we remove feeling from the equation and you just do these things. One of my favorite, uh, one of the favorite things I've, I've heard for uh, really entrepreneurship and it was specifically, um, I was at a conference and they were talking about developing a financial services practice and they said, you need to make sure to not treat your business like a toy. And that really resonated with me just because there's so many different aspects of our lives, be it professionally or whatever, where if you do not approach it from a doer's perspective or a doer's mindset, then you will approach it from a feeler's perspective and a feeler's mindset. Think about all the different things that you need to be doing on a daily basis in order to make yourself successful. Whatever it is that it is that 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 you do. You're a stay-at-home dad, you're a stay-at-home mom, you're the CEO of a company, you are a human resources professional. There are certain things you have to do. And you do them every day and you're successful. When you do those things when you feel like doing them, you are less successful. So why why have an approach or why think about things like a doer versus a feeler is it a value is this important another thing i've always been fond of is thinking about when something is a problem make it a process and then it's not a problem anymore and i've always really embraced that having systems, having processes. Have you ever known anybody who said 
I'm not a systems guy. I'm not a systems gal. Well, to me, that's one of the most annoying things in the world. Because that, to me, signals that this person is a feeler. They are not a doer. Because feelers don't want to have to manage processes. Because that's the thing about a process, is that it takes work. You got to get up and do it every day, whether you feel like it or not. And so feelers reject processes. They reject systems because they know that they're not going to do it. They're not going to be successful in that environment. And that's fine. You know, if you're consciously uh, aware uh, that, that you know what, I, 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 I can't do it because I'm not going to be successful doing it, so this is not a good fit for me, well then, amen. Thank you for that. If you are unconsciously incompetent and you say, oh, you know, it's just, I'm, I'm not a system person, that to me is it's so annoying, it's so obnoxious. But again, <clears throat> it is not easy to get up and do your job every day. Um, so God bless all of you out there who are listening that are in fact doers, that have a system, that have a process, and you get up and you follow it every day day in and day out. It hurts sometimes. It's hard. Mornings are rough. Getting up at 4.30 in the morning is not fun. It's not easy to do. But I do it. I bet you do it too. I bet you get up early because you recognize that's when a lot of it gets done. We need consistency. The people around us who count on us need consistency. They want and need to know that you are going to show up when you say that you're going to. I've got the two happiest kids in the world. It's luck, a lot of it, yes. But I also think that it's the consistency with which Emily and I show up every day. Kids know what time they're going to get up. They get up the same time every day. Kids know what time they're going to bed. They go to bed at the same time every day. They eat pretty much the same time every day. We have structure, and I think that that allows young people and old people alike to thrive. They know. It's a strong foundation. And so it goes for you, for your employees, for your boss, depending on where it is that you are in your career How are you showing up? How do the people that you count on show up? Would you rather have people who are feelers or who are doers? I think it's a pretty easy answer to that question. We all need consistency. Husband, wives, friends, business associates, etc. So where are you? Why are you that way? And are you happy? So, <clears throat> feelers versus doers, and I'm, you know, I, 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 I do get pretty excited about, about, uh, about this kind of a conversation, and I, I learned most about it um, from doing mentorship of young people, and then in my management career when I was recruiting and then managing, um, training and developing people, uh, trying to figure that out, and that's when I came upon this idea of what a talent trap is. 
because somebody could look just great and they could have all the tools but if they are not a doer if they are just in the business of doing things when they feel like doing it um, they're going to get suboptimal results I mean going back to the athletic thing Shaq probably could have won the NBA championship every single year or at least could have been in contention and a lot of the time he was um, but there were a lot of seasons where I think you could probably point to lack of work ethic that led to him not winning the NBA championship every single year. So anyway, in the interest of not treating something like a toy, I am uh, so excited to have released the 500th episode of this podcast uh, on Friday. Uh, Caleb Silver, the... Um, the editor for Investopedia. It was exciting to be able to have a conversation with him and an honor. Such a such an incredible organization, Investopedia. I mean, in a, in a time when it's so difficult to, to, to sort through and parse through news and information, to know that you're getting good information from, from a source like that is, is, is very, very important, particularly with financial matters. But I, I have very much approached the podcast um, with processes and systems like a job. And uh, I think that that's what's been able to help me to do five shows a week, sometimes six, sometimes seven shows a week, and to keep everybody organized from sourcing new potential names for guests to inviting them to come on the show, prepping for the actual show, doing the show, Um and obviously all the editing and the production of it and the pushing the show out and the tech of it and everything else. It's certainly um, a lot. There's no two ways about that. Um, but without the systems and the processes and getting up and doing it every day, even when I didn't feel like doing it, because there certainly are those days as well, um, it's what's helped me to to, to, to put out a, a, a solid, great product and... Anyway, so very, 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 very proud of it. Um, it's it's been an honor to uh, to be able to do it and to have 500 episodes and to have so many conversations with so many really, 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 really smart people. Um, it's been an absolute education for me. My perspective on 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 finance, personal finance, on investing, on I mean the world of investing, but also on on engagement and human flourishing and getting better has definitely been enriched and I've, I've, I've changed my thoughts and my perspectives on a lot of things and having the ability to, to put pen to paper with, um, with the Money Patriot segments on a weekly basis has been great. Just, I mean, I know I've talked about the importance of sitting down and, 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 and developing your, your thoughts and thinking about things and articulating things. Uh, to be able to communicate has been a really invaluable thing. So I am uh, I'm super grateful to all the guests that that we've had on the show. So thank you so much, each and every one of you. Um, thank you so much, obviously, for listening. Um, and certainly, I wanted to thank myself. Thanks, me. Because without getting up and doing it every day, this wouldn't have happened. And it won't. It, it would not continue to happen without my ability to 
put systems in place and to follow those systems. And so it goes for you with whatever it is in your life that you are interested in achieving. Find systems, systematize them, put more processes in place, automate whatever you can, keep it easy on yourself. Because if you're waiting around until you feel like doing it, or you're waiting around until the feeling is right, it's possible that that's never going to happen. And it'd be a shame. It'd be a shame if you did wait around and it stopped you from doing what it is that you were interested in doing. So I hope that you use me for motivation or fuel because I pretty much guarantee you're certainly as smart as I am, if not considerably smarter. And you can do this if it's a podcast or whatever, start a blog, start a business, uh, leave your current opportunity to find a better one. You can do it. You're, you're, you're in the position to do it. It's just a matter of realizing that you're never going to feel like it. There's never going to be a perfect time to do it. And again, the reality is if you're waiting too long to put something out and if you wait until it's perfect, then you for sure waited too long. So the time is right. The time is now for you to be a doer, to get to work. For me, I'm just getting started. I'm just getting started. So again, thank, thank you to all the wonderful contributions that past guests have made to the show. Um, thank you for listening to the show. I'm so grateful to you. If you have enjoyed it, if you've gotten value out of it, I would be grateful to you if you would take the time to leave me a five-star review and uh, and to potentially share it with somebody who you think would also like it. Thank you. As always, do your part by doing your best. Spending too much time on social? Is your daily screen time over two hours? Are you a little bit overweight? Not saving enough money? Any or all of these are familiar. Strive could be for you. The Strive two-week online boot camp will help you to detox your mind, body, and money, getting you on your way to a happier, healthier, wealthier, and more confident life. Go to strivedetox.com, S-T-R-I-V-E-D-E-T-O-X.com, and get your mind, body, and money right.